What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel. Folks, welcome to the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Two adults talking all things nerdy. This is episode 20. 20. That is, we're almost at a legal age now. <laughs> almost at 21. <laughs> the pot is almost able to drink. <laughs> I know. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> 20, man. Episode 20. This is cool. Um, This is also Abel's baby. We let Abel I take know. over this episode. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. So I went ahead. I came up with uh, with a timeline. You know, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about Invincible and Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. but I, I sprinkled in a little surprise here that I'm really excited about towards the end of the podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to to try this out. I like it. I like it. But other than that, how was your weekend? Anything fun, exciting happen? Um, not even a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, it was storming this weekend. If anybody lives it here was. in Florida, Central Florida was just total monsooning. It was insane. It was insane. Like it was like, like just heavy winds and then like heavy rain. Mm -hmm. It was absolute madness. Did you lose power over there? No, no. I'm surprised I didn't. Oh, I did. I was out of power for a few hours, like to the point where I was like, all right, I'm tired of waiting. Nap time. No, yeah. Yeah. We didn't lose any power. Uh, the trash can, one of the trash cans flew away. <laughs> um, let me see. And that's about it. And like, I thought like the, a tiki torch was going to get blown away from like the backyard, <laughs> but that didn't happen. But, but yeah, but no, it, it was, it was crazy. It was absolute crazy weather. That's true adulting when like your main concern is when like, your garden is gonna get messed up. The tiki torch is gonna get ruined. I know. <laughs> I I know. I'm here. Here I am at forty. I'm like, oh shit! The palm tree that I just planted is gonna get blown <laughs> away. The fucking tiki torches, and and there's like, oh, the, uh, my recycle bin is got knocked over. All the recycles gonna fall out now. Yeah, and then flashback to twenty years. It was like, oh man, I can't go out. I can't drink tonight. Can't do anything. Oh, I hate it. I hate <gasps> living here. I, hate can't, I can't wait. Can't wait to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, and now we're adults. We're like, God, just take me back, please. Yeah, exactly. Like my weekend consult, you know, consisted of um, fighting the harsh winds. <laughs> um, you know, uh, doing some projects around the house. Uh, my back tooth chipped. What? So yeah, <laughs> so that, it's time for dentures. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That was interesting. I'm like, oh shit, okay, this is happening. What the hell happened? This is happening. How the hell did I, you have a tooth? I have no idea. I have no idea, but I, it doesn't hurt. Everything's fine, you know. <laughs> um, I, I showed it to my wife, and she was like, "Cool." And I'm like, "Is that all you have to say? Like, you're not worried? Like, I need you to tell me what I need to do because <laughs> I am clearly not capable of taking care of the situation on my own." Oh no, <laughs> she's probably looking at you like, "Get out of my face." <laughs> yeah. Let me see what else. And then um, I saw Thunder Force. Thunder Force. This weekend. Which with, one is Thunder uh, Force? Is it Thunder Force? Yeah, it is Thunder Force. Or the Thunderstrike with um, the one girl, the comedy girl. <laughs> Jenny oh, McCarthy. Oh, 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 McCarthy. oh, 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 Is it, is it funny? Gal. Please, please tell me it's funny because it looks hilarious, but I don't know. Uh, um, well... The director, Ben Falcone, is, is her husband. And I love how her husband shows up in every one of her movies yeah. <laughs> in a cameo. So he directed it. And he he was obviously, it was a cameo. It had funny moments. 
um but this the guy that stole the show was uh oh my god i am a blank in the name jason bateman yeah i didn't even know that he was in it until i saw that trailer today (laughs) me neither me neither i did not know he was in it and there's one scene you know in particular that was absolutely like it hit me right in the feels with just the absurdness of it all but yeah i mean it's 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 a free movie on Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. you got nothing to do. Go ahead and give it a give it a shot. It's got yep. funny moments. You know, uh, if anything, watch it for Jason Bateman. Uh, all those uh, stay nerdy listeners out there, if you guys are a fan of J J B as they call him, <laughs> the Bates, the Bates, the star of uh, Teen Wolf Two. Wow. Then they, <laughs> they give it a shot. I hadn't even thought about Teen Wolf Two until just now. <laughs> I think about that movie every day. Every day, Janice, I wake up like, shit, Teen Wolf 2. What a horrible yet lovable sequel to Mm -hmm. an amazing movie. Yes, because a teenager in high school turning into a werewolf deserves more than just one movie. One's not enough. I know. And yeah, I'm sure the people in the studio are like, shit, man, we got to get back on this uh, Teen Wolf movie. What should we do? And I'm sure they're like, shit, you know what, Greg? I think we got it. <laughs> Instead of having him in high school, let's put him in college. Instead of basketball, let's have him be a boxer. And let's get that guy from uh, Hogan's Heroes. What's his name? Jason Bateman? Boom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boom. Classic. Uh, yeah, that can stay right the fuck where it's at <laughs> in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Just, just keep it in the past. And then, oh, and then, of course, you know, we had the the most awesome time on, on Jay's um, podcast Saturday. That was an absolute blast. Ah, uh, yes. Um, our boy Jay from On the Digital Soapbox, the Soapbox Jay, we did an episode with him. If you guys haven't checked that out, give it a listen. Yes. Yes. Give it a listen. It was I, it was so much fun. It was fun. It was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was on on the Zoom, so like <laughs> you get to see me like actually like moving my hands around everywhere, just like I do, like I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like all these crossovers that we're doing with each other. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Soon it'll be your turn with Nerds in the City as well. Oh yeah, it was it was an absolute blast. It was so so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, it's always fun to get into those in depth discussions. Yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely is. You know, it's nice to to be able to like talk to someone about that because at home it's either it's it's my daughter and she's ten months old and she doesn't really care, and then and then it's my wife and she's she's like, okay, honey, yes, that's that's interesting, and then so, so it's it's nice to be able to like just unload all of my nerdiness and. and yeah, I mean, it, it's better than, you know, sitting around here talking to my cats because they look at me like we don't care. <laughs> exactly. Why exactly. are you speaking to us, human? We're trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. I don't give a shit about no Sam or Bucky. Like, go away. Give me that catnip. <laughs> Seriously, you got a treat? No, then shut up. Shut up. Now, yeah. But yeah, it was a an awesome weekend, especially with... um with Friday. Like Fridays are like the the grown-up TGIF of what it was when we were kids. Like when yes. we were kids, we had Friday meant <laughs> let's see, full house, family matters, mm-hmm. perfect strangers. Mm-hmm. And then that, and then that was gone for a while. And now here we are 2021. And on Fridays we got Invincible 
and Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yep. What? Yup. What? Insane. Oh I know. Insane, but that we have, invisible. Uh, yeah, we have uh, superhero violence and some more superhero violence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and you, you know, said it correctly, violence. Like, oh, yeah. This last invisible episode. Damn. Holy. Like, seriously, jaw on the floor. I was like, what What? what, what, did, what did I just watch? What just, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it, it started pretty cute. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to become like a... You know, the typical Peter Parker is trying to balance being Spider-Man and date Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane, mm -hmm. you know, the way it happened. Like, no, Mark's trying to balance it all. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> all hell breaks loose. <laughs> all hell breaks loose. Like what? I mean, I think I said it in the group chat. Like, what did I just, did I just see, did, did Omni-Man just let his own son get beat to shit? Did I just see that? Is that right? Yeah, exactly. I see. I, I see. Um, hardcore Lionel beating <laughs> everybody up. You mm -hmm. know. So, so what was supposed to be like, like an easy in Mark's mind, like an easy thing. Like he was talking with his mom and his dad about it, and the dad was like, "I don't know," you know. And then um, it's like, "Yeah, I just, I just got to help this guy out. He's like a low level thug. It'll be mm -hmm. easy peasy in and out." And yeah. then it, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't easy peasy. It wasn't in and out. <laughs> well, I mean, his ins were out by the end of yeah. that episode. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, that was, what? What? What the yeah, fuck and, did I just watch? I, and it's been such a long time since I've read the comic book. So, mm -hmm. so like, there's a lot that I've, I've, I've forgotten. So it was like a massive surprise to me. Like I was like, holy shit! Like what just happened? Yeah, it, and then um, and then on top of that, you got um the mom who's starting to like realize that her husband isn't the man she thought she married, and mm -hmm. she's like like having like her own, you know, what the fuck is going on moment in her life. Yeah, I I mean I like I like where this is going. This is kind of like it's not what I expected. It's really no. not what I expected. I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't this. <laughs> like I like that they're giving Sandra O oh, like. A bigger part and she's she's getting the chance to kind of see everything for what it is i'm dying to see what's gonna happen and i really want to know what the fuck happened to omni-man that he decided to just like lose his shit yeah yeah like he let everyone like not just his son but like everyone like the other what is it team brigade or whatever the fuck their name is mm -hmm. like they were just like gone like rexplode got beat to shit like mm -hmm. robot got beat to shit uh uh, Black Samson died. Uh, yeah, seriously, what the fuck? And I like, thought, like, what? No, and like, Monster and, and, Girl. We don't know if she's alive. Yeah, like, Monster Girl, and then apparently Robot has to hot for Monster Girl. Yeah, what is that about? Duplicate lost a few of her dupes. Oh my god, <laughs> what's happening just, right now? Yeah, that was so that was so disturbing. Like, um, uh, just her, just. Just everything, like the way the one guy, like his his hands or his arms, got snapped. Oh my and, like, god! He, and then he just kept on going, and he just got pummeled. And then Jesus. Mark got hit in the stomach with that. What, what was that? With that whatever the fuck that was, that axe or that 
baton? I don't know what it would. I don't know. I don't, was it a spade? Like I, I, that thing just took him out. Yeah, it was insane. And like you said, Ami Man just stood there and watched it. Like I don't know if it was just a. I mean, uh, those that have read the comics knows. So I don't really want to spoil it, but I mean, we all could gather from now that Omni Man isn't you know the nicest guy. You know, and and then not just that, like was it like a a like a tough lesson that he was trying to teach his son like shit, like I told you. I mean, you. there's tough love and then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I just I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I wanna know why Robot was taking blood samples. What are they trying to do? He took it to the... I, I can't remember names on this show to save my life. The twins. Um, that's, yeah, the yeah. twins. I'm like, what, what, what's going on? I mean, I mean, that's a great way to go to bring Mark back if he's dead or we think he's dead. But, like, what, what's happening here? <laughs> what is going yeah. on? And then um, they're, like, messing around with the blood. And they're, like, saying, like, oh, like, uh, we can't kill this. So they're obviously trying to come with some contingency plan to, like get rid of Omni Man somehow. And like I guess they're using that you know, that blood sample from Mark to to figure out like a weakness. Mm-hmm. So I like, things are gonna go horribly wrong here soon. Like it's gonna get even even worse. But like just when you think the last episode was great, the latest episode was amazing. And now yeah, it just what? gets better and better. Yeah. So how many episodes do we got left? Because there was three mm-hmm. off the bat. And I mm-hmm. think what we've had two, so is it one more episode and that's it? Um, I don't know. Are they not doing a full twelve? I, I could have sworn maybe I misread, but I don't know. I think I could have sworn it was like a six episode. Event. It might like, be six. I'm not sure. Right, and then and then they'll go do like bring out hopefully like another six very quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is just this is blowing me out of the water. This is so much better than I expected it to be. Yeah, me too. Because I was very excited when I heard that they were thinking about doing a movie, mm-hmm. and then and then that got canceled. And then they're do- talking about doing like an animated series on on Prime, mm-hmm. and you know what they've done with the boys was like a perfect translation from you know from from the page to the screen of the boys. That was just amazing. Yeah. So that so then for them to be like, okay, now they're gonna be doing Invincible. This is gonna be outstanding and it, it just it, everything about it is amazing you know and we, we've talked about it before and we'll talk about it again the voice cast is just it's yeah. a powerhouse of, of voices i love the casting for this show it's yeah. so good yep and then like every time you know i'm i i go ahead and like i, I watch an episode i'm like man this guy sounds familiar that guy sounds familiar mm-hmm. and like when i look at the at the cast i'm like um you know Damien Darkblood, the the demon Constantine, is played him. by yep. It's 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 exactly it's played by Clancy Brown. Who, yeah, you know who plays um the boss in 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 SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> he always you know? the one thing that he always um stood out for me. Like every time I see his face or hear his name. The one thing I always think about is uh, Pet Cemetery 2. Yes. Where he played the kid's like rural creepy stepdad. Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he had that bandage around his neck. Oh God. Oh my so God. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clancy Brown. For me, he would always be the Kurgan from um, from Highlander. And, mm-hmm. and then it's funny how 
you know, he he goes from from like from that to to play Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob <laughs> to play Damien Darkblood. It's just it's just amazing. Oh, and then he also had a very short stint on the hit NBC series ER. But <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other podcast within itself, guys. <laughs> wow, I remember ER. Yeah. But yeah, I mean uh, I mean it's such a good episode. Like I said, I'm super excited to see how they're gonna, you know, go ahead and, and play it off. And it, mm-hmm. I'm looking at now, so it is it's actually eight episodes. So eight I, episodes, I, yeah, okay. So I feel a little bit better now. That's not but yeah, I feel a little bit more relaxed about it now and I don't have to panic. I can handle but, eight. Yeah. It, it, but like I said, it was it, it was just absolutely amazing. I mean, super great. I'm excited to see, you know, what they're gonna do with it. The um you know the reviews are are awesome. So mm-hmm. I I my biggest fear is that they just pull the plug and they say, oh, you know what, it just wasn't working out. That would piss me off. So I'd be like, y'all are full of shit. The yeah, hell, it wasn't working out. Yeah, There's so many people tuning in to watch this. Yeah, that happens uh, like a lot. Like so many good shows. Like after one season, they're like, oh, you know what, guys, it it, it, it wasn't it wasn't working out. So um, sorry, mm-hmm. we just gotta cancel it. It's, it's, uh, not being, it's not being renewed. <laughs> so I, I want to see more of J.K. Simmons. I want to see more Stephen Young. Yes. I want to see more Sandro. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, and see more every- Zazie Beats. Yeah, more Zazie Beats. And then apparently Ezra Miller um, did a voice, and I got to find out who. Like I said, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm excited to see who Ezra Miller played because and and John Hamm. Who who was John Hamm on this? I know exactly, and and John Hamm, <laughs> and then um. Uh, Reginald Val Johnson, um, mm-hmm. our everyone's favorite dad from Family Matters, he played the principal. Yeah, and like as soon as I heard his voice, automatically I could just yeah. picture his his jolly face in his cop costume, you know, yeah, <laughs> kissing his wife Harriet on the cheek. Well, now that I like when I looked, once I found out, and then they showed the principal in this episode, I was like. They even made him look like him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's such a cute little shout out right there. I know. Like, I wonder if they're, like, fans of the show. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if we're going to have him, we should do, like, it right and make him make it look like him. Yeah. They really did. Oh, my goodness. I look at it. I was like, damn it. They even made it look like him. <laughs> they went there. Oh, man. Reginald Val Johnson. Everyone's favorite <laughs> cop dad. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it, it like was, I had completely forgotten about that entire show until they mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, uh, me too. Like I said, it's funny how a show that was so ingrained in our childhood, you know, we could forget, but the moment you hear his voice, it just mm-hmm. brings like a flood of flashbacks. Yeah, no kidding. It, it, and I, I don't know. I feel like for the past few years, uh, Hollywood has kind of been on this nostalgia kick. Because look at what they did with WandaVision. Yeah. That was nothing but nostalgia, especially when they had Wanda come out looking like a grown-up Michelle Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, that was absolutely uh, amazing just how how they did that. And yeah, you know, uh, you know, Hollywood is really bringing in that um that nostalgia factor like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we see so let me see was it on ABC yeah. So Disney mm-hmm. owns ABC. I wouldn't yep. be surprised if we if we see like a Family Matters reboot on Disney Plus. Oh my gosh! You know, with <laughs> like a grown up Steve Urkel and you know, and, and Eddie and Little Richie and. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Oh my god. I would I would lose my mind. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would lose I mean, my mind. Who doesn't want to see what grown-up Urkel has been up to? Yeah, you know, you, you got grown-up Urkel, you know, you got the dad, he's retired from the police force, and him and Harriet mm -hmm. are still living in the same home in Chicago. You know, <laughs> and, and, and hijinks ensue. You know what? Hollywood, Disney, if you're listening to this, go ahead and and and, and give us a, a like and a follow, and then <laughs> send us an email at j at jenablepodcast uh, at gmail.com. That way, that way <laughs> we could go ahead and make you guys even more money. We'll write the script for you. Just send it on over. Yeah, yeah. All, it's all good. <sighs> and then speaking about Disney Plus, mm -hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier. Holy shit. Yeah. Episode four. Oh my god, like there's <laughs> so much going on. Like Yeah. And like yeah. so many pieces to put together on all different levels. Like, you know There's a lot to unpack yeah. in this show with only two episodes left. I know. I know there is like a lot to unpack, like just so much. And, you know, let's just talk about off the bat, Zemo's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Zemo has the best PJs. I know, uh, Zemo's pajamas, but I mean, it's it's it truly is a, a, an amazing episode. It's a truly epic way, the way the writers and the way the entire cast, um, shows the inner psyche of how like the human you know mind works in this in an mcu you know in an mcu universe mm -hmm. you know uh with with bucky you know with sam and then now with john oh like i mean that that those first five minutes of bucky and io like that flashback right there that was that was intense yeah it, it, it was intense it was like like I haven't really known much about Sebastian Stahl, and like the first time I ever saw him was in Captain America. And then looking mm -hmm. at his IMDb, looks like Captain America is what really made him. Yeah, he's been around for a while, and he's always done really well yeah. in every single role, yep. but it's like that was his, his standout. Yep, and let me tell you, like he knocked it out of the park within those few minutes of, of that scene. Yeah. Just like raw, raw emotion. I mean, you can tell that wasn't that wasn't acting. That was real. <laughs> Those tears yeah. came from deep down inside. He pulled out some old, deep-seated trauma for this. Because I mean, wow, eyes bloodshot, face all splotchy. That was real crying. I know. He was like crying. He was like he felt bad about everything. He, he you know, he felt bad about killing Mama and Papa Stark. You know, and. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and everyone else, and he was just crying like, like, like it, it was, it, you know, it was amazing. And then it makes you wonder: was he just was he crying because he was sad, or was he crying because he was finally lifted from this weight, this this curse that he's had for decades? Yeah, I mean, when you when you first see him, and she's going through like the the trigger words, yeah. like it almost looked in the beginning like it was fear like he was afraid like oh my god it's gonna trigger again and he like powered through it and at the end you could tell that it was just relief yeah just like those tears of relief yeah, it, yeah it, it, i love sebastian stan yeah. he's so good it, it, it was super good and then after that you know uh you know she she tells him like hey you got this much time to to give this email mm -hmm. you know uh 
Man. We want him. <laughs> and then imagine having to walk back to like Zemo's pad and mm. be like, man, how do I break this news to him? Like, hey, uh, they're coming to get you. I mean, he didn't really seem to have a problem yeah. with telling Zemo, like, hey, homie, uh, guess what? You about to die. You's about to die because you's fucked up. <laughs> they gonna get you. <laughs> Uh, sorry for you. Can't help you. Yep. So, Good yep. So that. go ahead and get out those PJs. Like Zemo, forever entertaining. Like making breakfast, <laughs> making some I'm tea, you, Z- making special coffee. <laughs> I, I put a note here. Like I, I put that Zemo will make the amazing like house guest. Like, like, like <laughs> if you invite you over to his house, like you know, going to Zemo's house is gonna be a good time. He's gonna have yeah. that sweet Spotify playlist going. Right, he's gonna have up. He's got the sweet dance. He's got moves. sweet dance moves, right? And then he's like, "Oh man, I'm having Abe and Janice over. Oh, I know they're Puerto Rican. I'm gonna hook them up with those sandwich de mecla." Boom! <laughs> <laughs> because that's how Zemo is. That's how Zemo uh, is. <laughs> he would. He would totally research yeah. that and have like a nice maltaina, yeah. <laughs> right next to the sandwiches. exactly. <laughs> you have that. You know, you have some some Pictionary. It's like, yeah. it, like it will be like well balanced. Like you have like like a Nintendo Switch if you want to do video games, or if you want like more traditional, who have like Trouble or Guess Who and <laughs> snacks. Like that's Zemo for me. Yeah, and then he'll pull out that magic Turkish delight. Oh my god, the Turkish delight! I went, <laughs> I went on on Amazon and I, I looked them up, and I'm gonna order some. They look very delicious. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's, it's not very expensive. Like Amazon has Turkish delight for like eight, eight bucks, and it's like a watermelon, cherry, peach flavor. Wow! So I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna pull the trigger and I'm gonna order it. That way, I could just like um, recreate my own like favorite scenes and from the Winter Soldier at home. Oh, that's amazing! I saw um, I think it was a tasty video, and somebody was actually making. Really? I was like, oh, okay, it's just. Sugar and cornstarch, really. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Sure. All right, yeah. guys. Whatever works. They make it seem easy. And then, like, when you're doing it, you're like, fuck, how did I fuck this up? Like, now. <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, that that whole scene. I'm just like, yeah. oh, Lord. Well, I, what I'm liking about Zemo is that, like, like, me personally, I'm starting to really like the guy. And, like, mm-hmm. seeing him as... As yeah, this guy in 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 some way, shape, or form, like he is grounded in reality, and he is kind of like being like, yeah, um, this serum is not is not good, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, um, I don't I don't disagree with him though. I don't feel like he's wrong. No, no, I mean, but are his methods correct? Probably not, but. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not killing the king of Wakanda yeah. was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, you know, if if, if you put himself in, sh- in his shoes, like all we know mm-hmm. is that he's a baron. His family has money. You know, we discussed it in the previous podcast. He has an Alfred, you know, but mm-hmm. he was a husband and a father, you know. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, like they're gone because of, 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 of yeah. what happened with, with Ultron. You know, um, so he, you know, in a classic, you know, Hollywood movie, whenever someone, whenever the guy's family is killed, he goes out for revenge and, and he yeah. did it, but in a much bigger way. He, he made them implode. Yeah. Like they, they were destroyed from the inside. Exactly. Absolutely. 
And then and then you have the contrast of John Walker, who shit, man. Oof. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, uh He is a mess. He is just one big hot my mess. My hat goes off to to Wyatt Russell for for playing an amazing role in John Walker. He, you know what? I hate John Walker so damn much, and that's just a testament to how good Wyatt Russell is as an actor. Yeah. I mean, the poor guy's receiving like death threats. Like, really? This is what we're doing, guys. guys? Leave... Like, separate the actor from the role. Yeah, please. leave Wyatt alone, guys. Like he didn't. He's just doing his job. Like people are literally hating on him for doing his job too yeah. well. C- come on, really. People. Now, do you now, do you think uh, John Walker is a quote unquote villain of the show, or just someone who is just misguided due to his douchiness? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I know that he's meant to be more of an anti-hero and not specifically a quote unquote villain, yeah. but I I don't think that that's the direction that they're going to take him in the show. Like, I think they're trying to make him more of just a straight-up villain. Like, just just the the complete antithesis to, to Steve Rogers. Yeah. Like, he's the complete opposite. And then he has freaking Lamar. And I'm sorry, but ugh, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, you know, he has, like, you know, someone who's never telling him that he's wrong. So I think that's egging him on even yeah. more. And in this episode the main thing that it did was cement even more than i already felt that sam deserves that shield more than anybody exactly no yeah um you know i think lamar i think it was lamar that said it correctly you know when it comes to the serum and what Mm -hmm. dr erskine you know said was that Mm -hmm. pretty much the serum doesn't really make you into a super soldier it takes whatever you are and makes you into even a better person or it makes you more more of who exactly you are. yep and steve rogers was always you know led with his heart like like steve rogers was like the most wholesome guy like he was generally a good person which is why they picked steve like they could have picked anybody that was physically mm-hmm. fit for this but no they he chose steve for a reason because he saw something in him that that knew that that serum would go ahead and even enhance in a positive way. I mean, he was just uh, Steve Rogers was just the quintessential good yeah. guy. Like whether he was a soldier or not, he was always going to do the right thing. And you know, sometimes being a soldier doesn't mean doing the right thing; it's following orders. Exactly. Yes. So in that sense, it seems like they're making John Walker a great soldier. But maybe not such a great person. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's, it's. It's like the the classic, you know, comparison between a leader and a manager. You know, yeah, you could be a great manager, but are you really a leader? You know, and 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 Steve exactly. was, you know, a a good soldier, but he was also a good person. That's why he was able to go ahead and be worthy for Thor's hammer, which I'm not gonna I'm not exactly. gonna pronounce because I'll I'll totally fuck it up. So. Molnir, <laughs> but Molnir. There's a reason why Steve was able to, you know, to hold that, which is a testament to who Steve Rogers is. And throughout every single mm-hmm. episode, they keep talking about Steve and the Shield, you know, and living up to Steve's, you know, legacy 
and you know what the shield represents it just shows you know how important and how everyone looked up to steve rogers captain america and that shield and then yeah because he was the quintessential good guy he was just good all around yeah and then you have someone like steve um like john walker like you said um he's a good soldier you know the guy's smart you know um the guy could you know, use his shield, the shields in some way, shape, or form, and he's a good soldier. But mm-hmm. is he, you know, really a good a good person? It's obvious that this guy has lots of doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows that he he has the world's biggest shoes to fail, and the whole you know yeah. everyone's counting on him, and he knows he can't do that. And then what happens? He gets his ass kicked, not by Bucky, <laughs> not by Sam, not by Zemo. But, but by the the fiercest Wakandan bodyguards ever. The fucking Dora. Oh my god! What an amazing best scene of the episode. Best scene, best line. Oh my god! Everything about that was just pure brilliance. My my hat goes off to the writers. And to the director, she did an amazing job making sure that that entire scene was flawless. The writers with how they wrote the dialogue and, you know, John mm-hmm. touching her. Oh, I was like, shit. Say hold you. I heard that. I heard that record scratch. I was like, oh, <laughs> sir. Say, <laughs> sir. Excuse <laughs> sir. There is this word called consent. There is also this word called yeah, no. <laughs> you do not touch any of the Torah Milaje and expect to live through that. I know. Like, <laughs> like, I knew they were trouble. I mean, not trouble. I knew they were badass when we saw them in mm-hmm. Civil War and uh, Tasha went up to one of them and they were like, she basically like, come on, you don't want to do this. And like, Takala was like, yeah, yeah. you don't want to mess with them. Yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah. Io. Io stepped in front of her because uh, I think Natasha was trying to talk to T'Challa, and Io was like, eh, eh, bitch. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. Off. But man, what an amazing yeah. scene. And, you know, I died laughing when you have just Zemo watching, and then, you know, Buck. <laughs> He's there with know, his with drink, his, with like, his tea, nope. With his not tea. getting involved in that. <laughs> with his tea, and then uh, you got like Bucky, like, oh, you're doing good there. <laughs> Because I think Sam was like, uh, somebody needs to step yeah. in. I was like, Mm-mm, don't. I was actually kind of upset that Bucky stepped in when he did. I'm like, I no, know. no, no. Let him keep getting his ass kicked. He deserves it. He needs to learn. He's going to learn today. And, no. And Bucky <laughs> stepped in and Sam stepped in. Then Bucky had his his arm taken off with some kung fu. <laughs> and like that was shocking. Oh, my God. Everybody was like, wait, that, that can happen. And like the, the sound it made on the floor, that thud. And they're, just, they're just staring at it like, did you know she could do that? Just everybody's shock was just like staring at the arm on the floor like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it would make sense that the, that Shuri would kind of implement some sort of contingency plan just in yeah. case, you know, God yeah, forbid exactly. he ever relapsed. Yeah. But still, I was like, damn. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> damn, it was an amazing you. scene, man. And then like those those spears were flying everywhere. You know, uh, uh, the mm-hmm. shield gets caught between the spear, and then she does that badass um, shield kick and grabs it. <laughs> uh-huh. That only, the only other person that's ever done that is Steve. It, yes. 
Yes, I was like, oh my god. So then now, I was like, uh, I would have loved for her to be like, I'm the I know. <laughs> I would have loved for her yeah. to have said that. Or even when they first walked in, and John Walker's like, I'm Captain America. I would have loved for Iowa to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> Or your name is not Steve. Something exactly. to that effect. And oh, again, that would have like emasculated him even yeah. more. And then again, it shows how John Walker thinks that this Captain America is like a title. Like he could just throw around. Like he doesn't get the importance of what that means. It for him is more like a you know like a, a get like a badge almost. Like yep, I'm Captain America. I can do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck I want. Like no man. And then not just that, you get your, yeah. ass, your ass handed to you, like, royally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You and your boy, because fucking pick-me boy Lamar over there tried to get involved. I'm like, you should have just yeah. sat your ass down. Did you not see what was happening? You should have just stopped. Like, <laughs> stay exactly. out of it. So even more, you know, so, you know, um, e- e- even more, um, you know, mental fuckery for him to be thinking, shit, like, I am not cut out for this. Like, I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. just... Like what I'm used to, like normal army military shit. I am not cut out for this. Yeah. Like, 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 no. And and then you know, Zemo um, happened to like break all these vials of serum, and then one was left over. Yeah. And l- l- look what happened. Yeah. Um. I just like I want to know how long he had that El Chapo escape plan. Like I'm, I'm sure since the moment the <laughs> moment he got busted out of jail, he was like, "I need to ochapo mm-hmm. this." Like in his mind, he goes, "Okay, if anything, I could ochapo." Like the guy, the guy's just beyond smart. Like he's twenty steps ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. He is. I I think that's why I can't hate on the guy. The guy is just smarter than them. He just knows. He knows what's up and. Also, like the whole, <laughs> it's such a very American thing to do for John Walker to be in another country telling somebody else that they don't have yeah. jurisdiction when he himself doesn't have exactly. jurisdiction. Like, what the you know, fuck? It, it, it just Ugh. shows just the the state of mind he's in, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, the one gal, the leader of the Flag Smashers, you know, she had all the vials and then. She, you know, she ran mm-hmm. into Zemo. Zemo shot her, and then all, you know, all all those vials got crushed. That's st- that part really wasn't that important to me as much as the Walker mm-hmm. storyline, like the John Walker storyline of him finding the vial mm-hmm. and then coming to find out he took it. That was the bigger picture for me. That was the takeaway for me for the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, we knew that yeah. was going to happen, but it's like I'm still wondering how did he do it. When did he do it? Did he drink it? Did he inject it? Did he stick it up his butt? Like what? What did he do? Like how? When did this happen? When did it happen? Like at what point did he take it? Because everything was kind of happening like pretty quickly. Yeah, and and like the moment he threw that shield into the wall, I knew I was like, shit, this guy took the serum and he's twitching. Yeah, yeah, he did that facial twitch and then. His, his head or his ear or something was bleeding. Like, there was a trickle of blood coming out from, from his helmet. I'm like, oh, shit. This guy is, like, roid raging yeah. out. So he's, like, yeah, he, he's raging out. You know, a, a massive fight ensues. And then his, his buddy ends up getting killed in front of him. Which, again, adds another mm-hmm. layer. Like, he got his ass kicked because he didn't have the serum. 
But now that he has a serum, mm-hmm. his friend dies and he, he wasn't able to save mm-hmm. him. So that's even more, even just adding more to the fragile layer that his mind, his ego is, you know, for me, that was a breaking point. Yeah, it's like this whole time he's been obsessed with the serum, thinking that the serum is just going to make him into like this magically powerful person. And even with the serum, you're still not it, it, good it, enough. You know why? Because he wasn't a Steve Rogers. That's why. Exactly. And the only one, the only person closest to that that is capable of holding of carrying the legacy, as we and we all know, it's Sam. Yeah, I mean, when Zemo asked him straight out, like. Would you take it? Without hesitation, he said no. And honestly, like, I don't no, no. think he needs it. He can be a, a, an amazing Captain America without the super yeah. soldier serum. But also, I know in the comics, like, he actually does have powers. And I, I'm just wondering, like, and I'm not sure if they did this on purpose or if they just didn't think about it at all, which I doubt that they didn't think about it at all. Because I feel like Marvel and Disney and Feige and everybody involved does everything with yeah. a reason in mind. Um I kind of feel like they made Bucky a little weak in this episode. And, like, why is it that Sam, who supposedly doesn't have powers and doesn't have the soldier serum, how is he able to keep up with these super soldiers? Like, he's not he's not slowing down. He's not any less strong. He's not any less powerful. His fighting abilities aren't any less. Like, he's yeah. keeping up with them, like, yep. punch for punch. The guy has spunk. The guy has a a, a, a spark, a, a fire that cannot be put out. And and and, and that fire is fueled <laughs> by the red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I don't know, man. This episode, there was so much happening. So what was so your much. thought when when Walker did the shield thing um, at the end? <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was blasphemous blasphemous how dare you you blasphemous yeah especially with like what the fuck you know again they talk about how important that shield is and and what it means to so many Mm -hmm. people what it represents and john walker went ahead and you know stained it tarnished it you know for the for the world to see yeah in front of all of those people with their cameras I mean, everybody was filming, everybody's watching. In this day and age, you know that everybody is watching. And he was just like, meh. Yeah. Like, and the guy wasn't even yeah, the one exactly. who killed Lamar. Yeah. And he said it. Like, the guy was telling you, like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm like, oh, shit. That's fucked up. But he didn't care. He just wanted to kill yeah. somebody, anybody. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the next episode is the last we see of him, right? They ship him away or something. Mm-hmm. And then they just focus on on taking down the flag smashers, and then and mm-hmm. and then maybe somehow along the line they talk about the power broker. But when he killed that guy, man, I was like, holy shit! Like this is not good. Like, I mean, yeah, no. Like, I mean, obviously they didn't show it, but like, I'm assuming that I'm he thinking was decapitated. And people were like, oh, but Steve has killed people too. It's like, well, no, Steve, you know, killed people in in battle. Like he's like, you know, shooting people mm-hmm. that, but he didn't just kill people in cold blood the way this guy did. Yeah. He, he didn't kill people who just simply got in his way and he would never. And I'm really hating this narrative of all these people like, oh, but 
you know, it was in the heat of passion. Oh, they just killed his best friend. Oh, you anybody would have done the same thing? Um, actually, no. Because when Bucky supposedly, quote-unquote, died in Captain America, you didn't see Steve go around just randomly no. killing anyone and everyone. You know, everybody's lost someone. I mean, maybe, okay, maybe Hawkeye, when he went Ronin in, yeah, yeah. in Endgame or Infinity War, he was pissed off because his family just disappeared. He's the exception. But, you know, I didn't, nobody else went off and just started killing people randomly exactly. just because. So that's such a, like, bullshit excuse. Like, yeah, if you see your best friend die in front of you, you're going to get angry. Am I going to go and, like, shoot the first person that walks by? No. It's not a normal no, thought no. process. You know, and even in Civil War when Steve and Iron Man are fighting and, like, Iron Man is taking these, like, mm -hmm. kill shots, you know, and Steve, you know, yeah. he takes a shield and he doesn't, he could have hit him in the head, but what does he do? He hits him in the arc mm -hmm. reactor and then he walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he leaves the shield behind. Yeah. Like he, I mean, there was no reason. Like he's just not that type of person. He's inherently good through, through and through. And this guy is very much not. He only, to me, he only cares about the serum. He's been obsessed with the serum. It's all he's talked about since the second episode. So I don't think. I don't think anything else matters to him. He just wants to be a super soldier. That's all he wants. He wants power. He wants to be able to do whatever he wants and nobody can like stop him. I think that's all it's about for him. And that does not make no, a good no. Captain America. And I think we're about to see his, his Captain America run um, end abruptly. And then hopefully mm -hmm. um, Sam <laughs> takes over. I mean, it was... Yeah. It was a war crime. <laughs> like, basically. You know, like, you don't, like, no. No. And, like, what you don't have the sense to know that you're not supposed to yeah, do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it, come it was on. an intense scene, man. I was, I was like, whoa, this is, Disney is doing this? Holy shit. It, that was deep. Yeah, was that deep. was but it was. Deep. But all in all, great episode. Great job, guys. It really was. It really was. I, I can't wait to see what, uh, like, Who's going to be this cameo? <laughs> like, I'm waiting. Like, I'm hoping that it's, like, Rocket Raccoon just shows up. Be like, so yeah. I heard that arm comes I, I, off. I hope, I hope it's something good. But you know? I'm not I'm not keeping my hopes up. Like I said, I'm just going to, after WandaVision, I'm just going right. to just, just, just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, just just take their talk of, of cameos with a grain of salt because exactly. we know how that goes. Uh, until, until next, until this yeah. Friday, only a few days away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got something special for us. Something something different. <laughs> right? So Okay. Think think of this as a time machine, right? Let's go way back, you know. And then I, I had mm -hmm. talked to you about this in, in a text and you were you're like, How do you know I've seen this? And I was like, Oh shit. So then I I, I did some <laughs> research and yes, it's something you have seen. So let's so let's go back okay. to like the early nineties, right? And and then let's talk oh, about a movie wow. that we both have seen. And I just want to talk briefly. When was the first time you saw it? You know, what did you think? And have you, what uh -huh. do you think when you just recently saw it? This movie, this movie spawned okay. many sequels, all shitty. <laughs> and it even had oh, a God. TV show on, I think, I think UPN or something like that. This movie 
is what? none other than The Crow with, with oh Brandon Lee. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, you just took me back to middle school. <laughs> you took me back to my bedroom in middle school with posters oh my God. from Teen Bop and Tiger Beat on my wall with beautiful Brandon Lee all over. Oh, I love the crow. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my cult classic favorites. Like completely, absolutely, totally. So, like, so do you remember oh. like, the first time you saw it? I do. I went to. I think I was in eight. Yeah. I want to say eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade. And I remember going to, like this is like old school movies, <laughs> like old old school movies, like before oh before the chairs reclined. <laughs> you couldn't pick your seat. Um. I went to see it with one of my middle school friends. I think we snuck yeah. in because it was like rated R, right? Uh, so I think we bought tickets to like like an Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks movie <laughs> and then went to see The Crow instead. And we were like scared shitless because we thought we were going to get arrested and go to jail if we got caught. And I just remember watching this movie that at that time I didn't even know that it was that it had been a comic book. And I just, because yeah. I loved Brandon Lee, like he had been in like another one or two movies that I had seen. And it was that whole like yeah. older man crush. <laughs> and I just remember watching this movie and I, I think I had my mouth like open throughout the entire thing. Just like, what? <laughs> What's happening? What is it? It was like. It was exciting. I know. It was heartbreaking. It was like, oh my god, it evokes so much emotion. Oh, oh my, I love that movie so much. And then finding I out know. that he had actually died yeah. on the movie, you know, absolutely heartbreaking. That's oh, awesome. With god. me, I think I was, I was fourteen. Oh yeah, I was fourteen years old, or fourteen or fifteen. And I remember mm-hmm. clearly, my parents had left town. I was living in Puerto Rico. And it was it was the first time I was mm-hmm. ever by myself for like a week alone in the house, and right, yep, I was like, what? It was like the best thing ever. I remember I called my two friends Anton and Carlos, and we're still friends to this day. And mom, if, if you're listening, <laughs> um, this is the first time you're gonna find out about this. So I, I, so <laughs> oh I no, <laughs> they spent the, the night like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Anton brought the crow mm-hmm. on VHS. And I remember clearly, yep, I remember I clearly yes, my mom oh my had left like some <laughs> some like two liter Cokes in the fridge and like a $20 bill. And we called mm-hmm. Pizza Hut and we had pizza sent over. We felt like such adults and we watched The Crow. And like, <laughs> oh my God, like it was just like so amazing that movie, like the music, um, everything about it, mm-hmm. the soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack! You know, um, oh, Eric saying, "I'm dead and I move." Like, and me thinking, <laughs> me being fourteen, oh, thinking this is the apex of cinema and screenwriting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't get any better. Oh God! And yeah, Ernie, and Ernie Hudson, Hudson as the oh. cop in his boxers. <laughs> With the oh, on. with the hat still And then on. you see, I moved to Orlando in 98, and I remember going to Valley Pond in Orlando on East Colonial Drive, and I bought the soundtrack <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for like $5, and I would, yeah. I, I would play that on repeat over and over again. And this is mm-hmm. how much of a fan I was. I don't even remember in 1998, Angel Fire, 
it was a, a site that you could create your own webs like your own websites. I had like a, a uh-huh. crow fan page. And it had like it had gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guest book wow. and like um like a, a counter of how many people came in. I remember oh, one of my uncles said, "Hey, uh, you should be careful with this because this has to do with like witchcraft and it's not godly." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." I was like, "Okay, whatever." Oh, the Crow's the best gosh. movie ever. Whatever. So, <laughs> so what was your thoughts when wow. you saw it like years later, like as an adult? I still felt the same way. Like I still watch it today. I don't. I can't yeah. tell you. I've lost count of how many times I've watched it and I can probably recite each line as they're saying it when it comes up on screen and I don't care. I will love it forever and ever. I mean, bad special effects and everything. I don't care. Like when his hand closes up after he gets shot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, woo. Yeah. I just like everything about this movie. And I, I never bothered watching the sequels because I was like, I'm not, I will not let anybody sully this experience. Like, I refuse. I made that mistake. Like, there are some movies that just should yeah. not have yeah, sequels, that, like that Donnie was, Darko. Donnie Darko that was did not need that, that was, sequel. That was pure vomit on, on, like, on film. That was, uh, how dare you? How dare you even attempt that? Um, I, I kind of feel that way about The Crow, and I know that they, they wanted to reboot it, and thankfully, yeah. it they've tried a few times. It yeah. hasn't. They've tried a few anywhere. times, and it, it just it never hit the ground running. And then there was like a number of movies mm-hmm. made, like sequels, not with Eric, with other people, and they just got worse and worse. Then there was a mm-hmm. TV series called The Crow: Stairway to Heaven, where Eric somehow comes back, and that was horrible. It was like. It wow. was almost like him, like a weekly thing where like he has to help someone in need. It was horrible. But yeah, no, but I, I saw the no. movie a few weeks ago. And I was, yeah, I, I was like. Did you? Oh, man, just like you. It just brought so many good memories of, of, of being in Puerto Rico, of my friends Anton and Carlos. Anton, if you're listening, shout out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love you very much. Thank you for bringing the movie <laughs> over. You know, but it, it just brings- <laughs> I don't know you're, you're in trouble. Get I'm gonna get a text fro- from my mom saying, "Mira, <laughs> sin vergüenza." Uh, do you, do you have a? Oh favorite my god! Scene? I think one of my favorite scenes is when he's running through out the window and he grabs on to the windowsill. You know that was mm-hmm. that's one of like my one of my favorite ones. Or when he's playing the electric guitar on the roof. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even know like until years later that Brandon yeah. Lee actually was a musician, and that he actually did sing and could play like it's. I was like, damn it, man, yeah, that's it, such it a was, waste. Um, years later at MegaCon, I met the the creator James O'Barr, and he signed a comic book that I had. And, yep, and, and I said, hey, man, I, really? mean, I just want to let you know how much this this movie meant to me. And Axe was like, did you like the the movie? He goes, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. And then I said, "So, what made you write the 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 comic book?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, my girlfriend at the time died in a horrible accident." I was like, "Okay, well, <gasps> thank you for signing this. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go away." And I was like 19 <laughs> too. So, thanks, yeah. thanks, homie. Thanks for bringing that memory like, right Thank you. Back. Okay, goodbye. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, The Crow just just a solid movie and. I was I was trying to think of something different to do for the pod, you know, and switch it up a bit. And these movies have so much importance <laughs> to like us, and like they're like the 
the stepping stones of who we are. So I figured, you know what? Let's spend a few minutes just talking about something from 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 way back when. And what better movie than The Crow? Yeah. Oh, God. The Crow will forever be one of my favorites. I will forever stand by it not being remade. Leave it alone. It's one of those that just shouldn't be touched. And I just, I still, I still bust down the tears. I Like, I know what's going to happen. I know. And I'm just, oh. oh, man. And, like, so there's so many quotes from this movie that I still use today. It's kind of, yeah, it's as, sad. As, as really. a kid, like, I'll go, I'll, <laughs> I'll be around high sc- in high school and I'll be, like, talking to my friends and I'll be, like, um, Halloween isn't until mañana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like mischief night mischief night is actually like such a jersey thing too so i'm like oh they talk about mischief and, night and, and oh, yep and, and swallowing oh, bullets no. and and all that fun stuff but yeah mm-hmm. yeah or whenever someone's going through like a rough time like i'm always like you know i can't rain all the time and then they look at me like what nothing, and i'm like nothing. never mind forget, forget about it, it. forget it Nothing. Just forget it. You, you know the pain understand. that I went after watching this movie. <laughs> you don't know about it. I remember I met Ernie Hudson once when I was in living in Salt Lake City. Oh. I was living in Utah, and I went to Salt Lake Comic Con, and he was there. And mm. the guy looked amazing. And I remember I, I shook his hand. And I said, "Hey, really? I, I'm a big, <laughs> a huge fan." He goes, "Oh, what Ghostbusters?" Goes, I said, "Yeah, Ghostbusters, but The Crow." He goes, "Brother, come here." And like he gave me this big old bear hug, and I was like oh, on cloud nine for for like the entire I love day. That. Oh, yeah. I think I think actors like on the low really appreciate when you're like an honest to goodness fan of even like their lesser known works that sometimes they're like embarrassed about or think no, that exactly. nobody knows about. And then you show them like, no, 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 you don't even understand. And then they're like, oh, I, I, exactly. wow. But then like, I turned around, like I whispered, like you're always gonna be Winston to me. <laughs> you're always be Winston, always. Oh. But yeah, so so I, I thought it'd be pretty cool to go Forever. hop in a time machine and talk about a, a, a classic from from the '90s, The Crow. Good. <laughs> that was a good walk back. We should we should yeah. do that like once a month. We'll Absolutely. have our our, our flashback. Flashback movie, able flashback movie of the we, month. That will be the segment. So, <laughs> so now that we've we've, yeah, yeah. we've we've crossed the threshold of time and space, and we and, and we're back into present time. Here's my favorite, one of my favorite parts. Uh-huh. What is your unpopular opinion? <laughs> um, well, I, I'm pretty sure everybody knows how I feel because we've had many discussions about yes. this last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, my unpopular opinion is that everybody needs to drop this bullshit narrative that Lamar was Walker's moral compass because he, he's been obsessed yeah. with this super soldier serum and you know, everyone's like, Oh no, but his friend, this, I don't think his friend really mattered to him that much because from the second episode, up until the last, Lamar never stopped mm-hmm. him from making bad decisions, ever. He never told him no. He never said that's a bad idea. He never said anything except for that one tiny part where he said, hey, let's give Sam 10 minutes. And then let him go ahead and barge in on them after not even a full five minutes. You know, and then when they're talking about um, in that scene where he's asking Lamar, like if you had the chance to take the super soldier serum, would you take it? And he tells him, yes. 
And then he proceeds to tell him, you consistently make the right decisions in the heat of battle. Like, you're basically, like, all he was was his yes man. He was just his little pick-me, freaking enabler, little bitch boy. Like, you can tell that all he ever did was enable all of his shitty decisions. And he was already becoming unhinged before the super soldier serum. Like... He basically led Lamar to his death. He took the super soldier serum and didn't even tell Lamar that he took it. Yeah. He was fucking shady as fuck. He hid that from his friend and then proceeds to lead him into yeah, a fight with, that ended up killing him. With super soldiers. Yeah, with super soldiers. Like, you had taken the super soldier serum, didn't tell Lamar, then let Lamar fight against these super soldiers, knowing that he couldn't protect himself and then you couldn't even protect him. And then you're going to go and kill somebody else that had nothing to do with Lamar's death. Like Walker had more to do with Lamar's death than the super soldiers than the flag smashers. So I'm like, what, what is wrong with people? Like stop trying to make excuses for this guy. He, he I hate yeah, me too. Walker sympathizers and I hate this narrative that Lamar was his moral compass because obviously he wasn't he was just his little pick me bitch boy that's all he ever did he never stopped him he never talked him out of anything he just egged him on which is probably why walker feels like he can do no i think you're 100 right yeah Uh, Um, so we all know that fox um, is owned by disney now and pretty soon we'll be seeing um a Mm -hmm. whole slew of of fox related characters like uh, the fantastic four you know, I'm um, Galactus, but we'll also be seeing the X-Men. And X-Men has always been one of my favorite yes. teams, um, especially in, during the 90s, the Jim Lee era. And one of my favorite characters has been mm-hmm. Logan, also known as James Howlett, better known as the Wolverine. Now, the reason I like him is, and mm-hmm. don't and people listening, don't be confused by by my voice, but I'm like five foot five, right? Logan is like five foot two. <laughs> And and he's like um like he's uh-huh. short, but he is like the most badass person ever. I would love to see that on the screen. Yeah. Now Hugh Jackman did an amazing job as Wolverine for the time that he did it. Hugh, if you're listening, you did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. At, uh, you did great. But man, I would love to see like a comic accurate Wolverine where he's like five foot two, five foot three, and just mm-hmm. a total. Just badass. Just a total badass Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see an anatomically Wolverine correct short. Wolverine? And I, that's 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 all I want. People <laughs> people are like, no, you know, he's gotta be tall. He's he's gotta look imposing. The whole thing about him being short is the whole imposing thing. Like, shit, here's his five foot two Canadian fuzzball coming at me with claws. You know, <laughs> yeah. If that's not intimidating, having freaking metal claws coming at you, and yeah. he's still like fucking like brawling. Yeah, like, like he's a brawler. You know, uh, he has people like Jean Grey who was swinging over him um, after Storm left Black Panther. <laughs> him and him and Logan hooked up together. Like, like, and then he's just a kick-ass fighter, and he's just badass. So yeah, I, I me personally, I like to see short wolverine on on the silver screen um sometime in the near future kevin make that happen (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't hate that idea. I don't hate it. I'm. I think we're we're just ready. We're we're ready for something yeah. new. We're ready for some yeah. X Men. It, it, amazing, you know. Give me Storm with like the long flowing hair and the big blue eyes. You know. You know. Give me a bet. You know. Give me a badass mm-hmm. Wolverine. Let's see a, a cool a cool Cyclops. You know. Let's make this happen, Kevin. Make it happen. Yeah. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I think, I mean, they've already, um, they've already said that they're going to start so, working yeah. on that in what, 2022? So, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they already have so, like, yeah. like people lined up, if they have writers lined up, if they're already t- talking about possible directors and, you know, how to introduce them. I'm sure all of that is working, you know, behind the scenes. It's just a matter of being patient and finally seeing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they already have a script I ready. can't wait. I can't wait. But yeah, that's it. That that was yeah. my unpopular opinion for today. Awesome. Like it. I like it. I like it. Cool. All right. Uh, we are. Oof. We are coming up on seventy minutes. So that is our time. Uh, please don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, share, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at. And also, if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at jandablepod at (laughs) gmail.com. And tune in next week, nerds, for your next dose of the Bye, everybody. Stay nerdy. Bye. Stay nerdy, friends. (laughs) 